Hello everyone and welcome to Bad Hog the Game Master. Uh, this is a podcast where I talk all about different types of games and stuff that's happening in the gaming industry right now that really busts my godlies. Which is, a, of course, a reference to the famous Sega commercial that came out in the 90s. So, let's get started. Our first topic for today is... Hmm. Oh, Nintendo. Over the past year, during the pandemic, we've had a lot of problems with Nintendo. <clears throat> They've been rehashing games. They haven't made an original game in a long time. And yes, the pandemic's been hard on all of us. But we're still working. Okay? And... That it, there's not that much of an excuse not to be, you know, doing this. There's not a reason for the game production to be so slow right now. The biggest game I think we got in 2020 was Age of Calamity. Not a good thing. So, th- there's basically just a big hole. Just like 2020 had like nothing. They had like a little bit of Mario stuff, but that was about it. It's just... There's no exact way that they can really say like, Oh yeah, we did something in 2020. Because there's basically almost no evidence of it. They had the Mario stuff. They had the Mario Kart Tour. That was cool. But still, it wasn't a full-length game. It was just like a tech demo, almost. You know, how, how are we going to, you know, just... Like maybe if they had done something like that when the Switch first came out, it would have been much more popular. You know? And it doesn't really fit as an anniversary item. Plus, the pre-orders has this been so stiff, you know... N- there's literally about no pre-orders for any of them. Like, the only game that you could pre-order of the Mario games uh, was 3D All-Stars, which in March they're going to be pulling off of the eShop. Or February. I don't remember. So, what did they do? They dig themselves a deeper hole. Uh, Paper Mario... Uh, uh, Origami King. I would say that that was the biggest game that came out this year, and that was the biggest original game that they had, but it wasn't original. It was the same thing that they've been doing. They, yes, they got a new gameplay style, but compared to the original Paper Mario, you know, people hate it. You know, and it's it's just bad compared to even other Paper Mario games that I've played. And I've not played a lot. I have played Sticker Star. Not much, but I have. But I haven't played the original Paper Mario games because they're so freaking expensive. You know? And, you know, a lot of these games you cannot find on a newer console. You know? Which is why, um, you know, 
fans have been trying to set up stuff to where they can play it on their computers and use an online service. You know, like the one that we're paying about, I think I pay about $20 a year for it. So, shouldn't we get at least a half-decent service out of it? I mean, we get substandard connection that goes in and out. And when somebody tries to make a server that has a better output, what does Nintendo do? They shut it down. They shut down the tournaments. Right in the middle of a pandemic. You couldn't have let it go for at least a few more months. And not to mention, Melee. They've been taking Melee out of tournaments recently. You know? And, the, but the only way that people could play was online. And what do they do? They take the online away. So not only can you not play one of your favorite games with friends, you can't get money off of it anymore. People play these games competitively for a living. This is how a lot of people make money. There's been so much toying with people's personal lives and their businesses. It's terrible. The big companies think that they have everything on the smaller companies. That's why so many different companies get bought out every single day. There is no big... There is no one true big commander. There's three. Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony. I'm not even going to count PC because that's kind of its own thing. But when it comes to console gaming, you have three options. And right now, all of them's pretty much doing pretty terrible. Xbox released the uh, same console Ooh, for the was now sixth time. That Series X, it it's just an it's just a new refrigerator, as they say. You know, it's pretty similar to the old one. It's like, I don't care about graphics or a processor and stuff like that. I don't care about that. I just want a game system that plays good games on it and that has a wide library. If you want to sell people on your console, release some good games at launch. Like PlayStation did. But PlayStation is still off, not off the hook with me. But let's get done with Microsoft first. So, basically, they use the same user interface. And people were so disappointed when they saw the same user interface that just disappointed people. And, you know, it, that's why I didn't get it. I, I didn't get it. I've only seen videos and stuff of it because uh, I didn't think it was worth getting right now. It's... Why would I get that? I have a working Xbox One uh, S. Why would I buy a Series X? Especially a Series S. Who's buying that thing? Seriously, who would who buys that? I mean, a lot of people use game consoles as a DVD player. Who in the world has just a singular DVD player hanging out anymore? Who? Answer? Sadly me. 
I have a Blu-ray disc thing that barely even works anymore. And if I was to buy the Series X, Series S, I would end up having to use that a lot more often. I have three consoles in my room. And the fourth one, the GameCube, but really I just have three that I use regularly. The Xbox One Series S, the Nintendo Switch, and my PS5. My PS5, the, the normal version that you pay a hundred more dollars just to have a disc slot, because they're trying to get rid of physical gaming, which hurts me a lot, because that means that they can take away a game anytime they want. Anytime they just get peed off at the fans, they can just say, oh, you know what, uh, we're taking this game off. You paid good money for this game. And they can take it off anytime they want to. Like Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Uh, it was released on the Xbox 360. They took it off. If you was to delete that game, you couldn't re-download it. You paid, I think it was like 10 bucks or something like that. And guess what? You might as well not have. And that's why people don't put a lot of money into mobile games. I sure don't. If you're paying money on a mobile game, whether you're really bad at the game, really into it, and by the time that you get really into it, it's likely that they're going to shut down servers soon. Like Sonic Runners. Sonic Runners was one of the best little games that you'd ever see. And they took it off. And what they did, they replaced it with a much worse version uh, that plays on a server. Or that doesn't play on a server. It just has a set um, a set number of levels. And they've not added any updates to it or anything. You can't even transfer your save data between phones or anything like that. You know? That, that's something I think every single phone should have, is being able to set, get your save data from one game and bring it over to another. It's that simple. You know? Because some people want to start out with a new slate of a phone. They want to just have to just have the old phone that they had. Personally, some people can't because it keep it moves the cache system onto your phone and you don't want that because it can move viruses, stuff like that. It just clogs up memory and what do you have to do? Then you have to restart your game. It's not even your fault. There should be a backup system for this. There should be a backup system for all of these different consoles and devices. It doesn't matter what they are. You know? Sorry for getting off on, a little bit on a tangent there, but d just digital stuff, just, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like to buy games digitally. It's something, uh, it's against my religion. <laughs> um... But let's get on to Sony. Sony did pretty good. Not going to lie. Uh, except for the pre-orders. What happened there? They released it one day and said that pre-orders was going to be sometime later that night. You get down there, and they had ten. Oh yes, ten people are going to buy this console. 
So great of you to assume that. And you cannot tell me that they don't have manufacturing plants out there that can make these things for worth pennies in minutes. And and, and you're making and you're making people you know, scour all the internet just to make it seem like it's rare when it's really not because everybody's going to get one in a few months. You know? It's it's stupid. You know? The, the only way that I could have got... I could get one was through getting it with a Spider-Man, an extra controller, a PlayStation Plus for a year, and... NBA 2K21, the Kobe Bryant edition, which I I do not like sports games. I think they are uh, the bane of my existence. If you want to play a sport, go outside and do it. And sure, you might say, "What about handicapped people?" Well, that's just you know. I mean, there's other better games to play. I mean, I'm sorry that you're put in that position, but. There's multiple other games to play. You know, there's action, fantasy, definitely fantasy. Those are good. RPGs that put you in a realm that's completely different and you can involve yourself in a whole different place. You know, you have a VR headset. Some of the most cutting-edge technology. And you're worried about playing a sports game on a console that... You know, it literally makes you pay not to have ads in it when you already spent $60 on the game. There's no reason for it. Like a few years back, there was a big problem with the NBA and um, pretty much all, all the games made by EA and uh, 2K because they, they were pay to win. You already pay so much money for it, for just the game alone, the standard edition. Even if you bought the deluxe edition, you still had to pay more money. Rarely rarely get rid of ads, or to uh, buy skins and stuff like that. To buy skins, to buy loot boxes. They've done this for the last about ten years, and I'm getting sick and tired of it. It's stupid. There's no reason for all of this. You know, we're in a time where we need to be helping each other right now. And what are we doing? We're finding ways to screw people over. And it just makes no sense. Why don't we just get the world, get the meteor that came with the dinosaurs, and just start over all over again. I mean, it's, it's not the worst thing that could happen. We've seen some of the worst things that can happen. Wipe us all out at once. At least we'll have a better chance than we have right now. It's just in these days and age. In these days and age, being someone who has to stay at home a lot already. I have to balance working for school and my home life all at the same place. Playing video games, there's barely any time for that when school's in session. 
There's not. Why? Because they get you got awful amounts. But also because the games that come out, they come out at some of the worst possible times. You know, Spider-Man uh, came out when a lot of people were doing their final exams. I know, I myself, I was on the grind to get schoolwork done. You know, they came out at the worst popular time. Is that at the worst possible time. Because that's when everybody's working. I mean, there's times a year you should just sit and release a game. You know? It's like, you're not going to have that big of, a, big of a launch window, for one thing. If you can't even sell the console, why is people going to buy the games? Sure, there's the diehard fans that want to go ahead and get the games, like myself, who will pl play the games, and will get a console, and they will try until they get one. But then you got people who are on the edge of buying a PlayStation or an Xbox. And you see Xbox, they're having a lot easier time getting their consoles out. And just, you know, they're going to look at them and well, Xbox has got one out. They got a lot of the same games. The only thing it doesn't have pretty much is Spider-Man and Sackboy, which, by the way, both stellar games but not what I would sell a console with. Just not. You know, you got an Avengers game. There's million, almost like hundreds of uh, Spider-Man games that's come over uh, in the past like 30 years. You know, even there, there was even one on Atari, so make that 40 years. And just, there's more games to play. Sure, yes, the last two Spider-Man games that have come out are some of the best in the franchise and of superhero games. Definitely better than Marvel's Avengers. I like that game, but it deleted some of my save data, so I'm kind of mad. And that's something that the PS5 had to deal with a lot, is save data. Oh my god. One of the simplest things... They screwed it up. How does that even happen? <clears throat> you have a simple... See this save data here? Move it from here to here. The game, you re-download it. And then, boom, you get to play the game. It's simple. A mime could do it. It's just like, why would you, why would you pay for something that's so foggy straight out of the gate? You know, like even even before the consoles was a, a, a officially released, they already had problems with it. Why? Because. They was trying to get it out before Christmas. That's it. You know? There's this time of year where people just go shopping crazy. And why? It's because that's when everything's released. It's not because of Black Friday. Black Friday is because everybody releases it then. If you release stuff evenly throughout the year, 
one thing, you don't have starvation of content like Marvel. Marvel this here is, but this is a video game podcast. So we'll keep it to that. I don't know, I might do Marvel some other time. It's still relevant, technically. But companies like Nintendo has had a starvation of content because of the uh, pandemic. They're using that as an excuse to say, this is why we have substandard games this year. That's not why. It's because you didn't give a crap. Seriously, it's like, why in the world do you have to do that? Just to... Most of the games that they released this year, we're going to make a quick buck. Not to mention, Nintendo right now is under a lawsuit because of their faulty Joy-Cons. And that people had to pay to get them replaced, even though it was faulty design to begin with. I personally went through it. I had to wait two weeks without it. And what I did do in that time? I bought an extra set of controllers. That's what I did. Honestly, if you own a Switch and you don't have more than two, more than one controller, here's what I can say: it, if you were, if you play your Switch often, it is a big deal to get at least an extra set of Joy Cons and a Pro controller. Doesn't matter if it even has to be official. It can be one of the third-party ones. There's some of them that's pretty good. Um, there's multiple companies that will that work on controllers like this. Um, you know, there's a very nice GameCube one that came out recently with Sonic the Hedgehog on it. That's why I bought it. I'm a very big fan of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, so anything Sonic-related, I end up buying. So. Of course, I had to get that. It's literally a Sonic controller. Um, I don't know why more Sonic controllers aren't released often. Because I saw a um, prototype. Or not really a prototype. It was more like a mock-up of what a Sonic PlayStation 5 controller would look like. And it looked beautiful. It had gold rings as the, uh, the buttons. And it was just wonderful. You know, I would buy that. I'd pay, pay double the price just to have that nice of a controller. In fact, I'd probably buy two. <clears throat> I'd be like, I'm not going to be using this one, any, these old controllers anymore. I found something far superior. I would have no reason to use the old ones. Unless one of them went dead. It's just that... The controllers recently haven't been working as well as they should. When my first, when, when my Switch, uh, when I first got it, a year after having it, it broke. You know, it had, um, it's just like, yes, I dropped it once. And that there was there was seemingly no damage to it. And what did it do? It like messed something up to where the controller didn't even work right. Then I play Starlink Battle for Atlas, which was a pretty bad game 
from my understanding. I couldn't even get through half of it, but I bought it because of, of the Fox McCloud. Like you do. Let's be honest. If you didn't buy a Switch version, you probably didn't buy it at all. Or you bought it to complete your collection with that extra vehicle. I still haven't got an Xbox or a PS4 version of it yet. I might. When they're dirt cheap. And they're like 20 bucks now. So I'm going to wait until they go even lower. Because there's no reason not to. Because you know what's going to happen. They're, they're dying to get them off the shelves. You know? <clears throat> the Switch versions, of my understanding, uh, they sold pretty well. Why? Brand recognition. But, it, brand recognition can only get you so far. Anyway, let's get back to controllers. It's, this is all I'll say. It's the best idea to uh, at least invest in a Pro Controller and an extra set of Joy-Cons. For any other console, two controllers. That's all you need. If you have a Switch, also it wouldn't be a bad idea to get um, one of the GameCube controllers that they've come out with. Uh, the wired uh, ones that is uh, uh, has the different characters on it, they're actually pretty good. I forget what company makes them, but they do very well and they have uh, sticks that... Um, are interchangeable. So if you felt more comfortable uh, playing it just like a normal GameCube controller, that's good. You can do that. If you want both sticks to be the same size, that's good. You can do that. If you want the little one up top and the big one on the bottom, you can do that. No, nothing's stopping you. <clears throat> you know, it's just, it gives a lot more um, focus on the player uh, having more options. That's what the Switch was about in the first place. The Switch was about giving more options. And why'd they do with that? Basically nothing. They made them into the new Wii Remote. And even that, they didn't do much with it. You know? They could have made a new version of the Joy-Con. And while they do, they take them out on their newest model. It's just infuriating. Because, yep. you know, people... You know, I bought a Switch Lite just to get around certain problems that I had with the Joy-Cons. I barely even use my old Switch anymore, unless it's with my uh, Sonic GameCube controller. Or fight pad, whatever you call it. I think they call it a fight pad if it's um, <clears throat> anything like that. Oh, and that's one thing. Do not buy a wired one that it can disconnect. They will tear up. I bought two of them when the Switch first came out because I needed an extra controller. It broke almost immediately. And... Uh, I was infuriated because those weren't cheap. Even I mean, they were cheap compared to a, a pro controller at the time. 
And it took me into Smash Brothers Ultimate to get a Pro Controller because the price was so high on them. Why was the prices so high on them? I think the controllers for the PlayStation 5 are just about the same, if not less. Um, and you know what? I'll say it. PlayStation 5 controllers are better. They're more sturdy. And uh, they have a better rumble. You know, which was Nintendo's big claim to fame. Uh, if you played the game um, Astro's Playroom, uh, which I have completed, actually, uh, it was a great game. It felt less like a tech demo and more like an actual game. Take notes, 1-2-Switch. That game sucked. It should have been a packing title, not $60. Nintendo used to do packing titles all the time. Now if they do it, it's a download code. A download code. Something is very wrong with that. Have a version where you can get digital and one physical. I mean, the Switch itself is not proof enough. Like, oh, I have this because people can just buy them off eBay and get multiple different copies of Smash Bros. Ultimate for free for a fraction of the price. It's um, it's just there's so much to be mad about this year, but I'll end this on a good note. No matter what's happening this year, don't freak out. A lot of people right now are going through hard times. Myself too. I'm not trying to be one of those celebrities that like, we all go through hard times. Oh my god. Those people anger me to no extent. And, but there are people struggling right now. And we need to give our thoughts and prayers to them. And hope that things work out. Because the sad thing is, while we're discussing video games and talking about our problems with that, people don't complain at all, yet have so much wrong that's happening to them. So, remember, if you got food, food in your plate, in your stomach, and you got a roof over your head, be thankful. Video games are a good way to pass the time, but not as good as living the best with what you got. So, thank you guys for listening in. Um... Go to my YouTube channel, Bat Hog Productions, and watch a few videos there. I live stream every once in a while. Uh, recently, I've been live streaming uh, Sonic Team, Team Sonic Racing sorry, on PlayStation 4. So, hop on by. Uh, we talk, we have discussions when we can, because there's usually nobody there, going to be honest with you. Um, but we try. Also on Twitter, at BatHogGaming91. I don't use it as often as I used to, but I just need something to get me started again. I still look at it occasionally. So.
without further ado, this is the end of my first podcast.